Welcome to our campaign, set in the galvanizing world of Electroval. Join us for an adventure full of noir intrigue and electrifying spectacle. See the description below for ways that you can stay informed on the latest episode of the series, as well as any other content featured on Dice Carnival. This episode is sponsored by C4 Labs makers of amazing tabletop gaming accessories. For a limited time, you can use the code DICECARNIVAL during checkout and receive 10% off. That is DICECARNIVAL with no spaces or caps. C4 Labs offers free shipping in the US, so it's a great way to treat yourself and directly benefit our show. Check out their new walnut display dice tray with special pockets for each die in your set. You can find it and other products at c4labs.com. The link is in the description. Be sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a good rating if you enjoy the episode. Without further ado, let's begin. We return to Electroval. After a daring chase through the city's bastion ward, the group of adventurers managed to find a lead of sorts, in fact a few leads on a few questions they were pursuing, though their investigations led to just as many questions. Nonetheless, we resume as all of them gather together, speculation on where they might want to go next. I think our options were a tour, power grid, or the store. Yep. Or the circus store. Or yeah, first, that. Yeah, the fair. Well, Warsaw, we can't just keep dragging you into all of our problems. Wait, am I present in this scene? As, uh... To set the scene a little bit... (laughs) I think you're waking up from a... It's been a a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. Uh, Didn't you have your head in a pond full of frogs or something? Yeah. Yeah, We pick up... We pick and up. Adrian's the, muted again. Yeah, I was about, to, can't I was you, about to say the frogs we, turned the water so. gay, but it should have been the other way around. Uh. So, we pick up. Stupid <laughs> government. Uh, canon. Uh, <laughs> so, we pick up where Hugo has just had a conversation with an old acquaintance of his. With a little bit of information on what he should be expecting in a new item, object, trophy perhaps, being held in his hand. Soup is currently being carried out of a neighborhood frog pond by both Yenden and, jo- and, and Warso. As all of you gather together, what would you like to discuss? Hey, uh, where'd you get that pin? Oh, that's, uh, from my, uh, my big employer. Yeah, you know, how it works in, in these parts. Uh, honestly, I don't. I have no idea how Don't music worry, works that's intentionally vague. <laughs> is, is that, like, don't know how else to describe it. Weren't you, like, working for some big spice boy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or are you the Spice Boy, and there's a different word for the bigger Spice Boy? I suppose it's any way you want to put it, really. All right. Spice Papa. <laughs> 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 
Yes, yes, we'll go with that. A spice popper. Soup, as you had departed to uh, sleep off the rest of your high, um, you notice that there has been a few developments among the party. For one thing, you see that in addition to Hugo's pin that he now seems to carry, you see that, uh, I, I believe, is it Hugo who's carrying the mask, or is it Gendon who's carrying that? I think I was carrying the mask. Yeah, you're the one who last checked it out, so you've got the mask. Mm -hmm. And I believe some of you had information that you saw on that doll that you gave back to the child. Yeah, the name of the tag, the manufacturer, which I forget what read, it was. It, it was Funtime. Playtime. Oh, Funtime Carnival? Uh, Playtime Carnival. Dang. Yes. Playtime Carnival. <laughs> also, soup. Check out this mask. Oh? I look at it. Roll me a history check. Oof. Let's see how many papers Soup has read. Soup can read. Twelve. Dabs. It looks familiar to you. You think you've seen it on a few newspapers. You're not entirely sure towards what end, but... You think that it's maybe something bad in the way that it's been portrayed? Uh, oh, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I don't remember quite what the paper said about it, but Oops. apparently, but apparently, uh, the people who wear those things—they're pretty nasty. Belongs um, to members of the Free Legion. Yes, it may be helpful to us because it helps. Um, it keeps deceptions away. You know, illusions. I tried blocking one of these these members, and they just saw right through it. So, that can be useful to us, but I think you should carry it. I think you'll find more use mm -hmm. to it than I will. Oh, me? Well, I've got enough magical items on me. Hmm. I certainly well, don't want it. Probably. You don't want it, Gandon? I mean, it would make me even more of a unwanted person than I already am. I wonder if it's possible to alter the appearance of this. Put a mask Maybe on a mask. like, well, what I'm saying, so like in the way, in like the, the face of the mask, like in the way that mushrooms work, their little fibers kind of go through everything. So I wonder if you, we could do that and alter it. So like get all the fibers through there and let them change the color or maybe Use a little bit of the growth to change the shape a little bit, just so it doesn't look so nasty. And it doesn't look like it came from a criminal organization. I think that's an idea. Do you think you could do that? Is it possible to look into this item and see if there's a way to alter it without making it lose its magical properties? That would be an arcana check. All right. My dumbass is back at it again. Go. Before really? before Soup begins picking up and inspecting it, you go. What? Is there anything you would like to do? Hmm. This is your totally up to you, but I thought I would offer the opportunity. I'm I'm thinking of whom shall I bestow? Genjin. Hmm. I'll take off the little pin. And I'll, 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 is Genjin wearing a shirt right now? Uh, no, I'm shirtless, I think. Hmm. 
And I guess I'll have but to. But you have the scarf. You have the scarf I gave you. I do have the scarf. Right. I forgot to put that. Uh-huh. Okay. You've got a little bit of an ascot going on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pin it on the scarf and say, this may be able to help out in our little adventures. A little bit of special, special Hugo merch. I'm not sure uh, any others exist like it yet in the world. Oh. You see, you see that it's a little pin made out of metal with a sort of orangey sparkle to it. It's an image of a hand, um, roughly the proportions of a halfling, uh, with what looks like a sort of musical bar with the word Hugo written out in a jazzy style, um, as well as all four fingers extended upwards, and between each finger is a trumpet button. Um, and as you mount it on there, uh, Ben, would you like to describe what it does? Yes, I would. Um, <laughs> in or out of character? In character. In character. I'm in not character sure Hugo even knows what it does yet. You've got it. You just holding it. You get kind of a basic intuition of what it does. Get big D energy. Papa Spice gave you the vibe. You get the vibe. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> get Spice Boy vibes. <laughs> he becomes well, Spice Daddy. I don't think I've heard <laughs> any of those words in the same sentence before. All I'm in character, sure. of course. I'm sure you will again, but this should be able to help you if you ever feel like you're about to be unlucky. It may be able to change the outcome a little bit for you. Make things go a little better. Hmm. Just don't try and use it too much before you give it a chance to recharge, if you will. All right, then. Thank you. Of course. We'll see how it leads us. And Gindan is now wearing Hugo's amulet. Yeah, so out of character, it, um, uh, you know what it does? Yeah, so if I okay, fail, yeah. I add a d4 and it could make it a save technically, potentially. You do it twice a day. Okay, sounds good. Or if it can be used twice a day. So if you were to give it to someone else, if it had its charges expended. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah. I can use that after I learn it's a fail? Uh, you, yes. Okay. Oh. I could say that's unsuccessful, and then you'll say whatever you want to say. And All right. We'll see. We we'll move on from there. Shazam. Cool. Shazam. Um, okay. Shazam. Uh, <laughs> with All that right. in mind, go ahead, roll your check. Yep. Oh. I can never tell if it's a 12 or a 17, but then I realize there's no such thing as a 21 on the die, so that's a 16. So with a 16, you don't really know how to make alterations to it, but what you do get is that the sort of knowledge or skills that you possess, you know that you're not the type of person who would really be adequate at making modifications to something like this. Um, I mean, you could always just try to like bludgeon or try to smash the front plate in. Maybe that might work, but that might also cause damage to it. Um, render it less effective or maybe even mundane. I'm telling you, I um, ask but you imagine, But you imagine that if you took this to a professional, um, there's a chance that, you know, they might be able to do something to it. They might be able to change the front design. And describe what this looks like a little bit again. It's a sort of free legion mask on the front with these very, very narrow slits. You don't think you'd be able to see out of them. But on the rest of it, is basically the sort of hood with kind of this like silvery alloy painted into the canvas reinforcing it 
you imagine that the majority of the enchantment is in the mask itself. All right. Though it would appear that the hood does possess some sort of some sort of defensive qualities. All right. So I'm looking at this. I've got an epiphany. Yeah. Knowing shit about drugs doesn't make you an engineer. I don't think I can help with this. <laughs> Wise words. I think I gotta stick to my Me non-existent Tom. degree. My degree <laughs> of life. But we can find someone with a potential actual degree who can actually help us. It can be done. I just can't do it. I might right. break it. All right, good to know. Hmm. All right. Well, you've got it. All right. Um, any idea about what you want to do next? Um, I, I don't know if Hugo or uh, anyone else wants to share that. They found the inventor's signature inside the construction of the mask itself. Oh, yes, I found that. Also, <laughs> you might have an, a lead on the serial murders that have started up again. <clears throat> So, uh, so just to fill you in, um, we've tracked down that the mask was probably constructed by the inventor. So he could be the mastermind behind the Free Legion, which is big news. Secondly, with the serial murders, we've made a connection between um, Warsaw and these two recent orphans that there was a toy store that they both had an encounter with and we believe that might give us the um, cause of these murder suicides ah. so I see that you're done capitalizing off the orphans we should probably go <laughs> check out the place where they got the toys I would agree now for that let's do it what was the name of the game? Playtime, 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 or yeah, playtime carnival. But Warsaw. Yes. You do just hear a voice in your head say, "Be wary of treading into one's own path, lest you face the same horrors again, and not learn from your mistakes." No one else heard that, right? Nope. Right. It's the same presence you always get. Are we all in agreement? The question is... Yes. Where do you go? Uh, probably to the, the store. You know where it is, right? Question is, Can you meet us there? Sure. Roll me... Roll me an intelligence check. Sifting into some old memories. I think we established that Warsaw was about five years old. Oh my god. He was last there. Plus zero intelligence. Ooh. Three. Oh. <laughs> As everyone is looking towards you to take a direction you don't know. Alright. Well, where would where were you living as a child? Do you remember that? You think backwards though. And you remember 
where you grew up was wasn't a cold, dark place, but it wasn't the fanciest. There were stones, and you remember that there was a big chimney outside your window. Hmm. That sounds kind of like around where I live, the smokestack district. Well. Why Wait, does Warso we... share this with us? That he said this? That he that he remembers this? I imagine so if he wants to. Why right. don't we ask one of the nuns? Alright. Can we find a nun? Also, right. if yep. there is a whole place well. called Playtime Carnival, then probably some other people would remember it. Is it still open? Well, I mean it must have been somewhat recently if this new toy came from there. Yes. And I think we're expect if it oh, if it came back after like what 10 20 years yeah 15 years 15 yeah. years okay. and there's we're expecting another string of these events to happen are these nuns particularly stealthy or can we find them <laughs> I mean yeah certainly as like the sun is getting lower in the sky um and the shadow of the city is being cast over this part. Um, you definitely see that there are, uh, there's maybe like, oh, you see like a, a man, actually, uh, not one of the nuns, but you see that there is a man holding a sort of emblem of a sword sort of striking through a light bulb, um, not in like an aggressive fashion, like it's breaking through it, but kind of like intersecting it. Um... And you see that he is, like, shaking the hands with, like, a woman who is kind of escorting the children inside. And you see lights are kind of going on. And uh, he seems to be making his way and locking up the gates as it looks like he's about to head towards the abbey at the end of the bluff. And I'll trot up to him and say... Oh, 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 excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Excuse me, sir. No, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm terribly sorry. Um, I just, um, I'm happening... Wondering if you happen to know... Oh, yeah, go on, go on. Sorry. ...where a place called uh, a Playtime Carnival is? One of the kids got their toys from there. I, I don't know any sort of uh, Playtime Carnival. Um, Any sort of carnivals in a while, unless you head over to the uh, Spirit Ward. Um, bit bit suspicious of a place. I, uh, I, I, I can't say, but I'm heading back to uh, the Abbey. Maybe someone there might know something okay well thank you thank you oh, for trying uh, absolutely oh I'm totally totally fine uh, are, are you walking with me or um uh, i don't mean to impose like totally um <laughs> no i just didn't expect that out of character yet. <clears throat> yes of course uh, oh okay I, I don't i don't mean to to impress upon you it, it's I, I just you know thought that like when when i said someone might know there you might want to yeah, walk there with me. Not that it's a dangerous neighborhood or anything. It's one of the you know safest in the city. Oh wait, you were meaning um, walk walking to uh, to the spirit. Yeah, we're not to. Yeah, the... yeah. No, no, not. I no, not not me. Um, I I, I try to avoid that place. I was I was just o over there, like you know, to the abbey. Uh, a, a few blocks. Yeah, just up, up there. It's a, it's a, it's a straight walk. Yeah, okay. yeah. up on, onto the bluff that the abbey of the the burning bulb. Do you need and... us to walk with you? Oh oh oh! Sorry, I did not see you either, sir. Um. <laughs> Uh, this I, I is mean, the most I, I, uncharismatic paladin that I've ever encountered. 
Like in any game ever. Um, hi. I, I, oh, there, there's a lot of you. Um, hello. <laughs> Excuse us. I, um. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, uh, it's, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Um, uh, your, 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 your fellow, your friend here, uh, I, I, I don't want to assume that he wants to walk with me, but I think that he, he does because you have a question that maybe someone at the, uh, Abbey might be able to answer. Yes, well, if you have, if you have places you need to be, then by all means. Oh, I, I mean, I was just going to go, go there and, okay. you know. Then we can all right, we're all walking to the I'm, 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 I'm an acolyte, uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm an acolyte. If, if, if you go and tell a little cloistered, um, <laughs> can I make an insight check? <laughs> what are you trying to insight? <laughs> if this What's... dude is just always this antsy, <laughs> um, I won't make you roll an insight check to to believe that. Okay. This is a roll. This sounds more like a roll to believe, and you can, uh, you, you, you can, you can believe what you want. Oh, okay. All right, I think. I think we all should probably walk to the Abbey together then, because all of y'all are making this real awkward. <laughs> Let's go. Are like walking take, with you? I take my big old arms and I kind of push everyone. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. I guess I guess we're going. I'm going now. Um, I'll I'll pick it up tomorrow. He like what? looks like he's padding over himself, like he forgot something. He's like, nope, we're going now. <laughs> he's not gonna protest. I send him off, and I'm just like, all right, beefy boy, can you pick up whatever he dropped? Uh, you see that uh, <laughs> there's just a slug just on your shoulder, just looking back at you. Eye stalks extended. <laughs> Is he gonna right. pick it up at snails? You don't speed? have arms. <laughs> did he, wait, did he drop something? Can I see what's on the ground? <laughs> Uh, you don't see anything immediately on the ground. It looked like he just left something inside, but he's like, I'll pick it up tomorrow. Okay. He's defaulting to whatever you say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, and I, I have, I, so, so rude. So, so rude. Um, sorry. Um, I'm, 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 I'm Brother Albrick. Uh, hi. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm an acolyte, a uh, bit of, bit of a, a scholar. I'm studying at the Order of the Burning Bulb and, you know, helping out with the kids sometime, which is why I was there, and now it's kind of getting close to sunset, so I'm heading out there, you know, not that it's, it's in a bad neighborhood, but, you know, cr crime happens in the city, and uh, it's best not to stay out too late after dark if you're someone like me. Um, as you know, if, if someone told me to hand over everything, I'd probably do it. Um, but, uh, oh, we're here! Great! <laughs> <laughs> and he'll lead you towards the, he leads you towards on the end of this bluff uh, kind of mazing its way through these gardens what's kind of striking for a place called the Order of the Burning Bulb is that you see no more electrical cables not even ones that seem to wire underground yeah, that they connect all on to fire. the abbey <laughs> the abbey at the end of this uh, sort of old old bastion um you see outside are all sorts of gardens with, you know, fences to kind of just deter poachers. But you see all sorts of fresh produce kind of growing in the ground that's cemented. And this place probably looks a solid maybe 100 feet off of the swamp below. And you see above in the uh, sort of tower of the sort of steeple you realize that it has more of a coloration of a lighthouse, and you see that there is just a burning lantern um, that just seems to be rotating as a sort of waymark, a landmark, both for the city and the swamp beyond. And he says, 
well, um, yeah, let's, 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 let's come inside, uh, right this way. Um, oh, this is the order of, uh, this is the Abbey of the Burning Bulb. Um, it, it's one of the oldest structures in Electroval. Uh, it was constructed from a lighthouse, uh, after the eclipsing. This used to actually be, um, all coast side, but some of it kind of got pushed up, uh, the land, that is. I, I'm, I'm not really, a, what do you call it, a, a geologist or anything like that. Um, let's go inside. All right, we shall follow. We shall follow. And, and he leads you towards the entrance of this place. As he steps within, you see that immediately standing at the front of the door is a man. Standing there with very, very dark skin. Kind of leaning onto a sword as he's half set, covered in sort of furs that give an image of both a regal figure, but also that of an older veteran. Someone who has seen quite a bit of combat, despite the fact that his eyes are cloudy blank. He speaks out in a deep voice, Brother, I hear that you've brought guests. It's like, oh, uh, hello, um, um, sir, uh, uh, this is uh, my, my liege. Uh, this, th these are some folks who, who had a bit of a, a question. I was going to give them a bit of a tour. He says, please, go take care of your arms within. I can help out these strangers. I had a feeling someone was arriving. Mm. I was like, yeah, indeed. Uh, thank you, my liege. And he kind of like bows in a chivalrous bow and just makes his way inside. But you still see this old withered figure, maybe in his late 50s, maybe early 60s, human with a very furrowed brow and very wispy white hair. Almost as wispy and white as his clouded eyes. Well, what brings you to my doorstep? <clears throat> Youngins. We um, we just needed to find a place called uh, Playtime Carnival. We have hmm. we have reason to believe that there's important information we need from somebody inside, and we have no idea where it is. So, you know, Brother Albuk was the first person we saw to ask, and he took us here. Yes. Please do excuse the dear brother. He has a kind heart, though. His words may not express himself as fully as it glows. You will find that many of us who have devoted our lives towards vigilance are an unusual sort, myself included. I haven't introduced myself, and he kind of leans up, kind of stretching, and kind of you hear the popping of like his spine as he's standing up. And thing. you see that as he stands up, he's actually quite a broad, muscular figure. Um, and as and he he towers maybe about as tall almost as tall as uh lint is and as he walks forward with his shoulders pulled back he steps on each cobblestone with an anticipation as though knowing each of their their positionings by touch alone and he walks up to you until he's chest to chest with yenden and says hmm I take it that the heart is not the one matching your body. So I can tell it is a big one at that. Yeah, how did you know that? 
quite the clever man. And you? I lean over to Hugo's ear and I just kind of whisper to him, I feel like this guy's vibe-checking us. I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I feel like we're being vibe-checked right now. I don't know how to approach this. What would you do? Afraid to he leans fail? over. He leans over and kind of gestures towards in Hugo's general direction, though you realize it's a teensy bit off. And you, sir, Me? you've lived a life befitting of this city. But I can smell when someone's been burnt out. Yet, there's still a spark that shines quite brightly. Perhaps a rekindling ember. Hmm. You. Any kind of gestures towards soup, but overshoots it a little bit. <laughs> you possess a rare gift. One that very few in this world still possess. Kindness. The ability to understand the struggles that others feel and not to blame them for how the struggle might shape them. And yet, no matter what sort of pain or punishment gets thrown your way, you remain yourself. It's a very rare gift indeed. And you, child, I suppose I still had some of my eyesight when I gazed upon you. Gesturing towards Barso. I take it that these questions you ask are in regards to the unfortunate deaths that have been plaguing this fine city. They are. Well, it is no longer my duty to wield my sword within, for it must be pointed outward, for any more invaders come, we must stand ready. I do keep my ears honed to the buzz of Electroval. My name, you may refer to me as Sir Marcus Baudreau, first sentinel of the Order of the Burning Bulb. It's an honor to meet you, sir. Honor is but something that comes with age, and I have lived much longer than my predecessors would have given me credit for, considering my vigor and my youth to be involved to perfect this city. But indeed, very few nowadays know the wars that were fought in defense of this place. Give you the chance to live to shine brightly as you do. I take it you do not have much time, though. No. I look at my my uh, blue band as if it's a watch. Hmm. Yes, it does appear at the time. He inhales. He inhales a bit. It would appear that the police have gotten somewhat overzealous in their department, though. I know there are some good hearts in there. Those that really believe in a better world. Though that does not mean something so great as not without corruption, without opportunity. Opportunity that is allowed to exist because of the light that shines. But even those that live in darkness beyond the sun's rays must be reliant on its heat for its nutrition, for its survival, for its growth. All of you, I take it, are seeking to complete the journey that this man began 15 years ago. 
Uh-huh. You know the way, sir. Back to your old home. The home where I met you. And you met him. Him? He's okay. a good horse, though. <laughs> um, he looks at the rest of you. Some secrets are ready to shine when the light lets them. Until then, <clears throat> even if you do not know the way, and I think you do too. Or oh, sorry. Do you know the way? <laughs> do you know the way? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I'm just curious, taking a look at this man, so does he does he seem more of like a wizard type or a something else type? He stands with the stature of a warrior. Though his eyes may have clouded over and his body may have given into age, there is a sort of pride that stands there like that of a knight. Hmm. So he's Got just you. intense multi-glassing into everything. Including sure, monk for the that. blind fighting. Alright. <laughs> you can have a the fighting blind style paladin. blind fighting. Wait, that's a thing? So. Yeah, blind fighting is a thing. I I don't remember out of character, I don't remember where I said I was from. You did, We never discussed that. That's what's making but it But he tricky. said that he knows the way. He did have a visual a warm, description. You feel a warm weight on your back. Oh, my uh, my voice in my head. <laughs> your what? <laughs> Seems you all have one of them every now and then, doesn't it? You mean like the powers that be? Sure. I mean, they don't talk to me. I just vibe with them. So how, how would I ask my mentor? I just How do you usually ask? I guess I just ask him in my head. I fear you are not ready to go down this path. There's many darkness that I have not had a chance to prepare you for, let alone your own. Are you sure this is what you want? And everyone just hears me randomly say, yes. Yes? And it goes silent, but there's a sort of warm, lifting feeling on your back. Uh, do I physically know the way? Or I'm just gonna like go where I feel. You think that you think that there is a sort of intuition. You might have to get closer to where you're going. Yes. But you think that once you get on a path that you know, it will he will help you find the rest of the way. <clears throat> or Gindin said he sounds like that's where he's from, so I'm gonna start heading that way. When you described where I live. Yep. All right. All right. I'll we're take you to, to my apartment. apartment. <laughs> <clears throat> and all of you are beginning to walk away. You feel a stern hand on your shoulder, Soup, as he has approached you and is kind of stopping you for a moment. And he says, Look after them. My eyes may have faded, but yours are still keen. Do not waste the time that you have. Those that rely on you need you, including them including her. Now go. Ah. 
I guess at this point, they're all my Spice Boys after all. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We do need you, And And Soup rejoins all of you. Um, Now it's the plan to head toward the Smokestack District. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go to Gandon's apartment. Are we going to get a tour of my apartment? snacks in your apartment? I could go for some chips. Uh, Stop along the way. No, I I don't keep any food in there. Wow. Beefy boy can go for some jerky. Okay, so. As all of you are making your way away from the Order of the Burning Bulb and the sun just kind of drifts more lazily behind the city of Electroval. To get there, you must navigate back through the Upper Starlight District and kind of towards the off part of it, uh, kind of traveling counterclockwise around the central spire of the city until the green and luscious parks you come to become more of an industrial park. The city streets that are here are built not so much as slums, but sparing much decorations. Buildings are definitely older and of varying height, but they are interspersed with more advanced machinery, foundries interspersed between housing, dorming for factory workers even. Yenden, you can see along the wall, kind of to your, uh, kind of traveling in the direction you have, more to the sort of left, front left of where you are, um, several blocks over is where your house is, but as you are making your way into the beginning of these smokestacks, I want everyone to roll a perception check, but I want Warso to roll with advantage. Ooh, that doesn't make me nervous. What's my perception? <laughs> okay. Nat one. Dirty Ooh. 20. I rolled a 21. on my second one. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, Warso. Yes. Total. Was it perception? Per- perception. You said nat 20, though. 21. All right. Hugo? Total 21. Or, no, total 20. Yendon. Total 2. <laughs> Soup. 21. So, what all of you, but Yendon, you're just kind of I'm thinking too focused more about... on my apartment. <laughs> yeah, you're just thinking, like, mm, my crap, secret do my, stash pa- do my clothes even still fit me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but as, uh, yeah. Will my clothes still fit me? Um, as... I just realized Gendon is only wearing pants and a scarf. He is. Um, he, he looks like a total himbo right now. <laughs> he Soup? looks like a serial killer himbo. What Soup and Hugo see, uh, and Warsaw would technically pick up on this, but there's something else that catches his attention, is the sounds of uh, sort of shouting a confrontation, but you see that there are these barriers put several blocks outwards from a couple of smokestacks that seem to rise uh, more to the northern end of the city from where you are. If Yenden is more on the southern end of this district, this is more on the north. And you see that there are Velvet Blue currently set up, looking kind of bored, that seem to kind of be deterring people, telling them that this few blocks are closed, checking for papers if they have sort of residential licenses, but basically detouring everyone around this area quick question were the the two kids um edward and shoot pretty at her name jillian jillian Jillian. Jillian. thought it might have been where where were they from uh i don't were they from the smokestack district i don't think you asked but they were in the smokestack district when they bought the toy 
Okay. Um, but yeah, you see that there's that. Warso. You look up and you takes you a moment to actually even recognize it at all. But you see outside of an old sort of or not an old, a, a fresh construction lot that seems to be pending. It just has a couple of uh, of a foundation and some support beams installed in there right now. Um, with a little sign hanging on it that says, uh, closed due to material shortages. Um, there is just this old smokestack made out of brick, cr half crumbled and out of use. That resembles the one that you used to see out of your window. Hmm. That looks oddly familiar. Hmm. Well, what's going on with the police? You could ask them. <laughs> but, uh, maybe we can, but for, uh, all of our sakes, Kenjin, you might want to stay behind if we do. I, I would agree. <laughs> do you think we should ask them what's going on, at least, so we can get a sense of, uh, what what's going on in this neighborhood? Yeah. There's like a half. Talk. There's like an orcish woman with like uh, a a ponytail kind of uh, draped over her shoulder, and she just seems to be boredly leaning on a sort of barrier. As she sees the two of you approach, and she snaps to attention, and she says, "Excuse, excuse me. Yeah, can't come through here. Damn Area's right. been been cordoned off." Don't worry, I wasn't intending to come through. Just uh, wondering what what the situation is. What's going on? Hmm. Oh, same thing that's usually going on. But they decided to move the barrier up a little bit. They found uh, those 19th Street Union assholes over there. Uh, they apparently they were having someone helping them recently, smuggling in supplies, and figured it would be better to expand the perimeter a little bit and try to. Search wagons and stuff like that heading in that direction. Ugh. Make sure that, uh, you know, the embargo stays in place. Not my orders. Really, I don't care what happens either way. I'm just paid to sit here, tell people to fuck off. <laughs> Alright, so not, not not relevant to the stuff we were looking for. Alright, let's Thank move you. on. Oh, yeah, no, totally. No, totally. Like, you don't want to get involved with that sort of stuff. Yeah, real messy. Yeah, no, there's a there's a thief caravan going in there. Twisted dagger, maybe, maybe someone independent. Both of them, uh, huh. troops had to go in there, shoot both of them dead. weren't able to convince him to stop. But you know that's what they get. Play a dangerous game like that, gonna wind up dead. Anyway, I'm, all I'm you stay go, safe. I'm gonna go find my bestie, and I'm just gonna walk off. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's a lot to process. How many people are at this gate? <laughs> I hope the deal's uh, okay. For this particular block entrance, there's just two of them. Mm -hmm. um, but you can see that there's just, like, some more activity basically placed in officer on, like, every block in the cordoned off area. Mm. Um, and you see that there are some people walking around, but they seem to be walking in a very curfew-like fashion. Like, if you live here, you need to show papers for it, and your stuff is getting searched, your wagon's getting searched. Gotcha. If you're going through. Oh, my papers. Um, and it seems like here, and me. it seems like, yeah, even here, they don't seem to be um, searching them. If anything, they're directing to, like, specific sort of security points where if you want to go through, you have to go through them. Gotcha. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of barriers designed to stop vehicles, and you imagine that they could probably call reinforcements if someone ever tried to jump the barrier. But this is, like, maybe three blocks away from that foundry, and it seems like they're not really as concerned at putting a heavy security presence here. 
this seems like a couple of officers who... One of which seems to be sleeping on the job, and the other one has has a pair of binoculars and seems to be sweeping <laughs> the entire intersection. <clears throat> Star staring soup down as they walk away. I look back and I squint. Like... <laughs> you see inside of the binoculars squinting. <laughs> sort of reflections. <laughs> but it looks really far away. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, uh, if binoculars squinting. could squint, they do. Yeah, I just squint back and like just stick out my tongue a little bit, like, mm. like jokingly. <laughs> I'm having fun with this. You see a skinny little human man just looking at you. I see aura of don't try anything. This is I'm my just, block. I'm just, I'm just waving, looking real friendly. <laughs> you see, he's like, got like a junior, Hi. and he's got I'll, like a junior deputy badge. I'll jump up and like smack, smack Soup's hand down. We're already in enough trouble as it is. He just, he looked, he looked a little bit, ah. I don't know, I just felt like he needed to see someone smiling at him. I feel like everyone would just be mad at him while they pass by and be like, why are you there being so vigilant? He needed a smile. Look oh. at him. He's working so hard. Isn't that adorable? <laughs> so, uh, what's the holdup? Ah. Not what I thought it was going to be, though. Not related to the case. Any worse. We should move on. Yes, we All should. Right. Yeah, weapon smuggling caravan was, uh, I don't know, something was going on. Two people had Supply to Supply smuggling caravan. Wait a second. That's what it was. Oh, whoops. Soup, soup, soup. So what it sounded like, they were basically smuggling in food and water, and they ended up getting shot for it. Oh, it was food and water? Okay. Anyway, oops. Uh, moving on from there. <laughs> Who uh, assuming you want to? People that were shot. Mm. Ask Jack. Um, Dimitri and the dude, who soup popped so, out on. So, uh, as you are moving <laughs> forward, I mean, if if you want to inquire on there, you could, but we'll do that after. We other pressing matters. You think place. you think that she gave you all the information she knew? Yeah. Um, anyway, as you continue going on, Wartho, and as everyone is kind of just trying to slink away, you just kind of feel a lifting sensation on your back. Do you hold the axe? Do I hold the axe? Do you hold the axe? The axe wants to be held. Yes. You hold it forward like a dowsing rod. You sap into your memories, traveling these when you were younger, and trying to repass the, the the memories, the seeing the signs for the carnival. You were always a bright kid, mm -hmm. um, and you know you always kind of saw the under construction sign opening soon. Eventually, that day you were able to go yourself with your parents. And although some of the streets have changed, as though many of the buildings have changed, you still remember the roads by heart. And with the guidance of your mentor, you find yourself, if you're willing, taking one step at a time down memory lane. The axe wants to be held. Take good care of her. Cuddle your axes, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, is this going to show us a way around? The, uh... It seems to be leading away from this cordoned off area. Somebody okay. get me a battle axe. I'm lonely. <laughs> Best I've got is a sledgehammer. 
Martha, I think Martha already had his time at the brothel. Um, <laughs> as all of you begin making your way down that alley, twisting and winding it as the sun sits ever lower until you, it dips below the swall. And as you travel to the northern side of the city, you're no longer caught in the shadow of the, the middle spire of it. But even as you stand here, you find yourself squinting at orange sunset in the western horizon. And as the lights begin coming on, you find yourself outside of a disused lot overgrown with shrubbery and trees and branches and moss and vine that twist through the cobblestone. And Warsaw, as you open your eyes, the sound of the carnival filling your ears, sounds of the ride, the other kids laughing. You open your eyes and you find yourself before a wall of shrubbery, wildly overgrown. Is this where Playtime Carnival is supposed to be? I believe so, but it doesn't look the same. This doesn't make sense. The, the murder just happened, like, yesterday. Well, we can ask the plants if anything happened. Sure. We can what? We can ask you could, the plants. I forgot you could do that for a couple of bit seconds there. Yes, go go ahead and counsel with the plants. Actually, no. I just realized that's outside of my range of expertise. <laughs> However, can you... are there any like worms or anything like that? Like I was going to say, can you counsel with the mushrooms? But I cannot counsel rats? with the mushrooms. Roll me. I need to find a, some conversational critters. Roll me a perception check, Soup. Roll me a perception a, check. A new one. A 14. As you are looking through there, you see, as you look closer, and it was kind of hard to see in this light, but as you get closer to the hedging, you realize that the roots of it aren't directly below where it is. It seems to be growing through a rusted iron fence. All right, there's a fence. That's what this is. Want to go inside? <clears throat> yeah. I'm I mean, go. I don't think anyone's going to be yelling at us for it. <clears throat> right. as, you feel your, as you feel your way along the edges of this outer perimeter, you find an area that's like a old, creaky sort of rusted gate that has a very old rusted chain and lock wrapped around it where it looks like it could swing forward. And as you kind of rattle the edges of the hedges and sink your fingers a few inches through and kind of rattle it a little bit, it just squeaks angrily. But would appear to be a bit of an opening where you could push through the hedges if you got the gate open. Well, I mean, Gendon and Warsaw are pretty capable of climbing, and I can just yeet Hugo. <laughs> I was... Couldn't we just open the fence a bit more? I mean, I could try. I could break the lock. Oh, come on! Imagine <laughs> halfling punting! <laughs> Excuse you. Nobody Politely! Is me. Nobody is punting me anywhere. Well, what about, what about, a, what about a slam dunk? As she's talking, right I'm going to try, edge. I'm going to try the lock. Just spike Hugo. Just spike Hugo like he's a volleyball. Nobody throws a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. Can I attempt to, like, break the lock or push the fence open? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and roll me an athletics check. What in the athletics. world is a dwarf? Yeah, okay. 
22. 22. It takes very little pushing and shoving a few seconds before it snaps and a loud creaking that's what I sound like when I creaks wake up. open <laughs> creaks open and uh, you kind of push through part of the hedges until you kind of can part if you duck a little bit of an opening through here I'm gonna as the gates are pushed in I'm gonna pinch soup and say see no throwing was necessary <laughs> was necessary but it certainly would have been entertaining <laughs> Now, when we get in, do we? Is there any structure still there, or is it just bare? Well, do you step within? Yes. All right. Does Warso take the first step? I think I would be going in first. Yeah, yeah you did take it, but that just so sounds like a loaded question. <laughs> as you step in here, it feels as though you've come to a land outside of time. That seems familiar. You push your as you push your way through the branches and leaves of this overgrown hedge, you walk maybe five, ten feet before you come out on the other side and find a abandoned amusement park fit within this lot. And it's a pretty big lot, too. You see that it's maybe a good hundred feet, 150 feet, maybe across directly in front of you appears to be a sort of uh not ticketing booth but maybe like a little bit of a kiosk with just an old tattered banner weathered from weather and sunlight that says welcome though as it just kind of flaps lazily beyond it you see a few things you see a carousel in the middle of this space as well as three other buildings to the left, you see a toy shop painted in beautiful colors that have long faded and been covered with grime. Glass windows sort of covered in the same sort of muck and bits of ivy growing over it, though intact. And to the right, you see Funhouse, built in big, uh, you imagine at one point, lit up letters, though a few of them have fun fell off, um, giving it a sort of... Uh, disconcerting look the f on funhouse kind of hanging by an electrical thread and there is no lights turned on here at all uh there's definitely something here <clears throat> you guys can come in i'm gonna start once i come in and see this i'm gonna start casting detect magic as a ritual and once i do that i'm gonna start get make it getting like a general scan of the place to see if there's any vibes coming from anything Soup, put on the mask. You can't. Oh, right. Well, the mask it only like shows illusions, right? I mean, there could be illusions here. It... Yeah. I'll say that if you wanted to have cast it as you were walking in. I mean, within 30 feet of you, no. There's no arcane signature. There's no divine artifact within range. Not even the wires hum with arcstone energy here at the moment. Actually... No, with that, you get that there is one wire going over the hedge that does seem to hum with energy heading towards a what looks like kind of like a fuse box outside of where the carousel is, kind of like where the control panel is. Mm -hmm. hmm. It seems to go there, but no further. I've seen this sort of place out in the wastelands. 
It was more run down, inhabited by some of the toughest orcs I've ever seen. I'm gonna hold my axe out, see if it leads me I will me jot that down for later. <laughs> oh boy. Out of curiosity, is there a reason for a fu- for for like a fuse box to be here? Like out of character, I have no idea what fuse boxes are used for. They are for creating a circuit of electricity, a a network of power, you know, off of the main grid. Gotcha. Like a house might have one. Um, a substation would have very powerful ones. Mm-hmm. All right. So I don't, de- I don't detect any magic around here. Put on the mask, look around for some illusions. I mean, you put it on, and when you put it on, it's like the front of the face disappears to you. And you can just see through it as though it's completely transparent. Um, and as you look around, um, I mean, you don't see anything that affects you, though you do feel a strange calming presence on your brain. Like, imagine if someone put a weighted pillow on you, or like a weighted blanket, but that blanket was on your brain. That's what it feels like. Okay, I'm going to take it off immediately. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you take it off. Okay, part of me feels like this might be a mind control mask, because I did not like that. Um, to keep you I thought it was the opposite of a mind control mask. Oh, okay, sorry, that just felt weird. I mean, we have no idea what the inventor's doing. It could be... A mind control mask, for all we know. That's true. It didn't give me that vibe, though. All right. I don't know. If it hasn't shown you anything, then keep it off until something suspicious happens. I prefer to have my mind controlled by the wonders of the natural world. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's another question I will ask. Where do you go? I'm going to hold my axe and and see if it guides me anywhere. As you hold it, you get more of a sensation of, be careful, my boy. You do not know what dangers might have followed you here, and which ones are lying in wait. And you said it's completely dark here? It's, it's the sky is still somewhat lit, okay. but there is no, you see there are light bulbs, but they are all just kind of dangling there unlit. Uh, Soup did see, though, that there is one power line, though, running from the outside that connects to some sort of box outside the carousel yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna go check out that box maybe we can turn on the lights well if we're looking for a toy store i think the shop over there is probably our best bet well i'm gonna check out the box first it should be pretty quick okay i'm gonna go check out the box so you have to step over a little bit of a uh a queue fencing though some of it has toppled over um, and as you kind of make your way to the outside of this carousel, you see that there are a number of different animals here. Um, there are, let's see, horses, skeletal horses, frogs, like giant frogs, cats, fish, wolves, are among a few of the uh, creatures that you could ride. Looking at the box itself, you see that it is a, a sort of wooden panel box with sort of a metal component built in the middle of it, and as you kind of creak that open... Zorp encounter. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you open it? <laughs> I'm just taking a look at it, like, should I try to turn the lights on? I'm hesitating. Well, as you are hesitating for a moment, you ah. hear a loud bang as a Zorp flies out of the front <laughs> and flies away. Flies away? It looks back at you for a second and goes, 
and then flies away. Into the actually it doesn't it flies over and flaps and then shoots into the funhouse. Alright. Okay, let's turn the lights on. Looking down in here, it looks damaged and ravaged. Um, you see that where there appears to have been a small Zorp nest built into here. Um, it looks like it has been broken. It looks like power probably ran through here up until it was broken probably years ago. Would those um, new fuses help? Well, uh, I mean, you don't have any fuses on your soup. Oh, right. They didn't tell me about those. Yeah. You wouldn't, know, you wouldn't know about the fuses. I mean, and you don't really know anything about fixing stuff unless yeah. you want to attempt it. Maybe see if you picked up something from your sister. If, um, yeah, you if, could also if call she, everyone else she, over. If, yeah, if she ever rambled to, to me about something. Maybe some of you might have ran towards you, towards uh, Soup and seen yeah, I was gonna... them step back as uh, Zorp flew out of there, all of you rushing. Yeah, to I was going to go defense. inspect the box, too. Okay. Yeah, you see the same sort of scene. It looks like a broken box, but maybe not beyond repair. Better than that wire we saw at Soup's apartment. <laughs> you see, though, there's like one big fuse inside of there that looks like it's busted. It's been basically chewed into and the filaments eaten out by the Zorp. Well, don't we have something that should do at least a little bit? Does Hugo have any, any electrician's components on him? You can look around for him. No, but we have the fuse. <laughs> Nor would Hugo necessarily know what to do. Did Wartho tell Hugo about the fuse? What? I was there when we got. Yeah, the he was there. He was there. Oh, when... I thought that. I thought that you slight. You you just tucked it away. Um, you, we could say that you told him about it, but. Mm. It'll be nice to fix this because with light inside the store and such. Makes things. It would be a really lot easier than carrying easy. around a lantern. Okay. All right. Before we touch anything, is there like a main? Is it? Can I identify like a main breaker that I could make sure that you it's could, off? You you could poke around in there. Um, roll an investigation, or mm, yeah, roll an investigation check. Okay. Eighteen. Is anyone in this party intelligent? I'm. I'm. I have plus you one. Imagine, you imagine oh, that nice. you imagine that if you could get power running through this thing, you imagine you probably wouldn't get electrocuted. Um, if based on how you've studied it, um, kind of knowing where uh, the main breaker might be. The main issue, though, is that the main fuse, and this looks like a pretty heavy fuse for the type of setup that's here. But yeah, it looks broken. All right, we're safe to handle it. Should All we right. try switching out the fuses? Yeah, I'm gonna try to switch it out. Y'all got Although, a fuse? <laughs> pops out a very large industrial fuse. And while it's not maybe exactly designed for this, with a little bit of finagling and with uh, Gienden's, um prowess, exper limited experience, um, jerrying similar rigs out of the wasteland, you manage to kind of pop it in at a secure enough angle. And as it goes in, uh, I would have asked you to roll a check, basically, to see if you could do this as a successful thing. Mm -hmm. But because Barso had that fuse... <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna give it to you because that was that was smart. Um, it's silent for a moment until you start hearing the sounds of carousel music, organ music playing within, and you start seeing colorful lights blink on. And as the carousel lights up, the strands of bulbs begin to slowly turn on painfully and slowly, as though they have not shown for ages. 
And as the lights begin to go on, it begins to spread around from the carnival and a sort of spreading pattern as the entirety of this space is lit up and that organ music, somewhat discordant, begins to hum and there's just like a creaking and until the rhythms grow quieter and you see the carousel begin spinning. Wait, the orcs stole their war song from this? This makes it more creepy, not less. <laughs> but as it is somewhat discordant, there are there's there, there's happy melodies coming out of it. This place does radiate a ancient joy from it. You see also as like all the outside lights come on, you see some lights inside of the funhouse light up. Um, some lights inside of the toy store light up like you see the window kind of glow even though it's a bit too smudged to see directly through it the display window and you see the uh, house at the top end this very uh, rustic looking house built two stories tall oh. um, some lights just kind of come on on the porch gotta say this place must have been quite charming in its prime so charming once you realize it caused a bunch of murder suicides. Possibly, allegedly. Okay, yeah, it's back to creepy now. <laughs> Warso. Yeah. As you are taking this all in, you see that same display window that you saw all those years ago when you were last year. I'm gonna go inside. I'm gonna go open the door to the shop. I'm not gonna go inside. I'm gonna inspect it first. So as you approach here, you see that all the windows are intact, except for one, mm -hmm. which is like the lower half of this uh, one door directly to the left of the display case. And all of you see Warso Wander maybe about 60 feet away from you all towards that door. I'm just going to follow him, but not disturb. Yeah, he probably knows best. Okay. As you do, do you like crawl through the, the broken area? Do you try to like, <clears throat> open the doors first? How big is the area to crawl through? Um, you could probably squeeze it. I think all of you could squeeze it. Uh, Yenden might get a couple of scratches, but he's not going to look any worse than he already does. I think I want to try to open the door. That way we have a good way out. So I'm to you try to like pull the door open, the double doors, but you see that uh, there's chains wrapped around the inside handles, very caringly as though this place had been closed up. Gotcha. Well, I guess we're crawling through. Right. So you kind of like pull the axe off your back and crawl through and pull it in behind you um, before putting it back on. The rest of you, um, do you follow? Yeah. Hugo, you, you, Hugo, you barely have to bend over. You have to like maybe bend, just just stoop a little bit as you step through this uh, this opening. As Hugo's um, walking in, she's gonna say. You don't think going in here is going to cause all of our parents to, you know, right? Oh, uh, shit. My parents are long dead. Right. Soup. Uh, I'm having second thoughts about this. Ah, uh, gosh. Warso. 
What do you see in there? As you stand inside this dusty old space and you see that the lights are on, you see that there is a toy train chugging across the top of the balcony before it kind of comes uh, around above you, just gently chugging along. You see that there are racks of toys in here, um, untouched by time almost, covered in dust obviously, showing that time has passed through here. But it's like this place was stocked like the day you last saw it and just was never restocked. And in front of you on an old, like, tipped over cardboard display is a cartoonish rendition of Swamp Man Phil. And about maybe seven, eight boxes with one just kind of lying in front half opened. Uh, the same I one that in? you had begun opening. Yeah, if you want to. So as Gandon gets in, it's a little bit tense, and like you start kind of scratching your shoulders. So all of you have to kind of push Gandon through a little bit. What do you do, Warsaw? So I start to think if that's been there since the last time I was there, did that? where else would that kid have gotten that skeleton toy? They claimed that they had found it by some merchant. Seems like certain toys are cursed or something. All right, should I go for another detect, your, your detect magic? You still got yours up. Let's go it, look it at took, the toys. So if you, as once you get Gandon and then as you look here, you get no immediate pings as you first step within here. Not from any of the toys. Not from any from the lights. Maybe you do get that evocation aura from just the general magical electricity. You do get a little bit of a ding in the back corner of the space. All right. That needs to be checked out. I point over to the point, and I'm also a little bit cautious about you it because I'm nervous that if, if I get too close to it. So there's about like five aisles in here, and Soup is like looking at the back left corner from where you are. I'm going to go inspect it. All right. Um, are, you, are you doing anything with the toy? No. As you step away, you still see that same sort of doll that you, know, you were promised years ago, just lying in its box. As you step forward, you see that there are a few alleys, and in fact, Soup, as you turn one corner, you see hanging from like this sort of display rack is what looks almost like an orangutan at first, but then you realize, no, the arms are too long. And you see that there is like a little paper tag stuck to it, and it says Henry the Hug Bear. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no magic coming off of this? Nope. It's just pure kindness. Does it have those Velcro hands? <laughs> in fact, you see yeah. several other toys in here. You see that there is a uh, little racks named uh, Benji the Ballerina. Um, there's like a rack of these sort of box, uh, like frogs in like a wind up box that like pop out at a random interval. Um, titled Grung in a Box. Uh, there is um, something called an auto ball. Ooh, what is that? It just is a ball. It's just like a big bin of balls. And it says auto ball. I'm going to take But looking, looking in the back right corner, because this is just what you passed, 
you see that there is a body lying on the floor. <sighs> an old one. Oh. And there seems to be an aura of magic radiating from somewhere on it. Go on. Can I inspect the auto ball? I don't think I see the body in the corner. <laughs> so you and Hugo are going to the auto ball. <laughs> I'm yes. just, I'm just gently, okay. I'm just take, I'm just de- gently taking down Henry and thinking about, should I leave some money behind and pay for this, or, or, or is it after the 15 year rule? Is it free? <laughs> you, see, you see that the the toy just still has its arms velcroed together as you took it off the hook, and it's just like smiling at you through buttoned eyes. Hey, Henry, should I pay for you? Wait, it sounds like prostitution. Okay, I'm not paying. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you just like scarf him around your neck or something? Yes. Okay, so you just got this uh, Henry the Hugbear, a little toy bugbear. <laughs> just hanging, just a, hug, a huggable bugbear hanging off your back. I'm wearing him like a cape with pride. <laughs> Meanwhile, the two of you are like looking at this, this ball and there's like little mechanical bird. stuff attached to it but you're unsure what it does you guys are going to spend some time investigating the auto ball yes <laughs> what do it do but yeah as Warso, as you probably had a chance to sit for it as soup snagged the hug bear <laughs> um and you see that it is a maybe three four year old body of a dead man uh you guys can roll medicine if you want to check over this body medicine or investigation i'm good at medicine Do investigation all right, medicine from you, investigation from you. 14 total. All right, what's my medicine again? All right, that's a good one. Medicine rolls nat 20. Yep, he's dead. <laughs> Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> you rolled a 20? Me? Yeah. I rolled a 15. 15, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, so 15, um, you get some medicine stuff. Uh, Warsa, what did you roll? I rolled a 14 investigation. All right. So, so you find on this guy's person um, a small purse that says uh, that that has seventeen zaps, seventeen copper within it. Um, you also find on this fellow uh, a tiny, like little mechanical, what looks like a dart, but it has all these sort of mechanisms built into it, and that seems to be what's radiating the magic. What type? What school of magic? Uh, I'm going to say divination. Ooh. That's nifty. We should investigate that later. Yeah, you know, like this looks like a weapon. This does not look like the rest of the stuff in this toy store. And that's also probably a weapon. You said it was Looking a... over. Hmm? You said it was a dart? Mm-hmm. Hmm. If whoever wants to add that to their inventory, they can. Hmm. Um, soup, you do find... Uh, looking over this person you imagine that this person um, looks like someone who was maybe from the spirit ward Mm -hmm. Um, you look at their rib cage and it looks like they had suffered some sort of knife wound Um, also on their fist you can see what looks like cuts even though it's like long withered and kind of skeletalized a bit Um, still taut on the skin what looks like uh, cut marks of glass um, as though they had basically punched through some glass pane and basically bled out to die here. There's like a big stain spread across the floor where they they came here to die. Huh. Uh, can I take the dart? Yeah. Um, yeah. Sure. Before. I need a throwing passes weapon. it to you. Yeah. Can I, can and as Marso tosses it to you, I, I was say, it I looks almost it as if it's 
it's flying to him, and it like, extends these little wings and adjusts its trajectory, right, go right towards uh, your neck, and you snatch it out of the air. <laughs> it wasn't thrown that fast. Just dangerous. My bad, man. As you catch it, the little wings pop inside of it. Wow. Right. Like he didn't even he, his his his. It looked like almost if anything, it was going to land in the auto ball pit. But what is that? Do, uh, it looked it, it literally adjusted its aim to go towards where Warso de- designated, and you even saw like some little sparks of electricity at the tip of it. Ooh. Hmm. An auto dart. Um, an auto dart. <laughs> uh, you can actually add Gienden to your inventory. A seeker start. Seeker's dart. Boom. What is the auto gotcha. ball do? Roll me an investigation. Yes. It's Imagine it's like those balls, like they used to sell at KB Toys, the little raccoon on it. And Darn it. Another I ball inside s- and just like wobbled around. I got a seven. You are trying to figure out what the auto ball does, and you just can't. <laughs> what does it look like? But maybe if you spend more time with it, you might. What? It's like it's like it's hey. like maybe the size of a cantaloupe, but not as heavy. A little bit lighter. Oh man, I'll I'll put it down. There's there's just more under other other possessions. Give yourself an auto ball. <laughs> hey, Gandon. And I'm saying auto yeah. ball. Definitely not because I wrote down auto ball on my notes and forgot what the thing did. I totally know what it does. Gandon. I thrown it. Yes, Has your dad ever taught you to play catch? <laughs> uh. I don't understand. Well, catch! I'm gonna throw him the auto ball. Alright. I'll catch it. Catch the auto ball, and it flies through the air like a ball and lands in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> and now you toss it back! Alright. Catch. I'll toss it to soup. I catch Roll strength it. check. Strength Shit. check? I finally yeah. get to roll strength. Wait, no, no, get in. Oh, I roll strength. 18. Oh, Soup. No. You catch it in your chest and you take a step back as you catch it. Oh no. Mmm. Firm. I chuck it back. <laughs> Alright, you throw it back. Does Soup make a strength? Sure. Those bugbear arms gotta be good for something. I have good strength. Like but I rolled a four on the die, so that's a seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well yeah. then. You just toss it back and your aim's a little bit off and it just lands back in the auto ball pit. Ah, dang it. Oh, no, actually, if anything, like you throw it off and like it knocks over the displays of uh, Swamp Man's hill. Alright, I think, I think we're getting ahead out. of ourselves here. Um... And one of the dolls just kind of pops out of the box. And you look at the doll, I pointed at it, and I'm like, no. It's like bowling pins. You're, you got you got a strike. <laughs> anyway. Did I find anything else in this dead body? I mean, this person does not look like they had many possessions. Hmm. Looks like they got in some sort of street fight and came here to die. Where was the dart located at when I found it? It was just kind of tucked into the lapel. There should be a reason it came here to die. I feel like it might be more pleasant to die in one's old home. If this guy had a home, 
I don't know his life. Or it's the closest you, place. This, this fellow looks uh, to be human. And they just look like a rough fellow. That's about all you can go in. Well, I'm sure things will add up later. We just keep this in mind and keep looking. So this just feels like an ordinary toy store, right? Yeah. Except somehow, relate if you relate something to it, bad things happen. So, or so, you said something about really wanting a specific toy? <clears throat> Yeah. Which one was that? Superman Sill. What was his name? Swamp Man Sill. Swamp Man Sill. An old radio drama back in the day. So one of these. Yep. And what's the doll that you found on the kid? Uh, skeleton. It was a stuffed skeleton. Ah, so it's a different Bonesy. toy. I don't think that's the real name. Do I see you, there, there is a rack of Bonesies. Oh, the actual name is Bonesy. I'll pick up one of Bonesy. It just kind of like flopped like a skeleton ragdoll. <laughs> so, whatever happens, or so you didn't get the toy, but this child did, and still the same outcome. Why would that be? Did you ask somebody for it? No, I was no. with my, uh, my parents, and I grabbed it, but they told me no, so I put it back. So, is it the act of taking the toy and then putting it back on the shelf? And I'm going to do think, that with the stuffed skeleton. <laughs> I think it might be the action of the parents saying no, because that is typically perceived as a sort of negative action so there might be somebody here or some spirit or some force that looks upon those parents in a negative light is my current work in theory so a ghost who is driven by the entertainment of children perhaps a ghost of a child possibly well, You've explored many answers here. If there's nothing else you'd like to take, Warso, you said you're you're you said you're someone for like hunting ghosts. Can can you find any signs of ghosts around here, or be able to track if there's evidence of any of them? Trap any in any mystical boxes? Good think. Uh, yeah, my hunter's bane. I mean, I'll just give you with your hunter's bane. Like, you don't see any signs of ectoplasm. You that body you didn't get a sense of undeath from that i mean if there is something you know it's not leaving any sort of trace that you can see or smell all right but something definitely is just not vibing about this place all right is there any like but back at the same time it still does hold that that element of nostalgia to you like that joy you felt when you held the toy in your arms was very much real is there any, like, back rooms or anything here? Doesn't look like it. There's, like, one other door that leads up, and there's, like, maybe, like, a workshop area, but it looks like it's been cleared out. Well. So there's a house on the property? Yeah. Yeah, so f there was also the fun house. With a Zorb in it. Well, then. You think that you've maybe, <clears throat> if there's nothing else you want to take, that about pretty much all this place has. All right. 
from what you could could roll and could find. I'm hmm. gonna stag me a swamp man still. <laughs> you do you grab the one that's fell out of the box, or do you grab an inboxed one? Inboxed one. All right. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. You pick that up. Vintage man. And you kind of go that up, pick it up in a little bit, and you kind of like crease out a little bit of a fold in it. And yeah, you just kind of see Swamp Man still. Mint condition. Um, there's like a little hole in the back where you could pull the string. People pay good money for one of these. Yeah. I'm gonna, you pull the tag? I'm going to pull the string. Don't you pull get it your back. fingerprints on the box. I'm going to go wrestle me a gator. <laughs> there's a snake that in my sounds boot. like me. You pull it again? Have you yes. wrestled the gator? There's a Zorp in my shoe. <laughs> that don't sound like me. I wear I wear sandals. I'm a full Zorps can't get in those. Well, partner, time to go home and make ourselves some gumbo. Ah, shit. <laughs> and I think as that, as you are making next steps, we're going to leave the episode here. Dude, they really nailed you. Hey everyone, Johnny here. If you want to listen to more of me, you can find me over at Majestic Geese Network, primarily on One Shot Onslaught and Halfway to Heroes. Thank you. Take care. You have been listening to Electroball, as featured on Dice Carnival. We appreciate your support in listening to this podcast and leaving us a good rating. Please consider subscribing and following us on Twitter. Music is used with permission by This Way to the Egress. You can find links to them, some of our sponsors, and other collaborators in the description below. And lastly, remember to bury your ghosts lest they come back to haunt you. <laughs>